0: Welcome to Catalyst Podcast. Catalyst is an inclusive podcast that prioritizes Black Indigenous healing while combating socialized mindsets. Within the space of decolonizing and deconstructing, Catalyst taps in ancestrally, intuitively, and with a community-based approach in order to disrupt oppressive paradigms. I'm Nike Oria, a creative consultant and an ancestral disruptor, and I help others create safer healing spaces that are inclusive and reduce harm, especially for Black and Indigenous women plus and fans. Welcome to the space. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Catalyst Podcast. I'm your host, Nike. I'm so glad that you're in this intentional sacred space with me. A couple announcements before we dive into our topic for today. The first announcement is my ancestral healing retreat application is now open. The retreat is in March, but the application has so much more information and details if you are curious. Um, but the thing that I'm so excited for this upcoming retreat is that it's really going to be an indulgent retreat. We're doing ancestral work, which is going to be um, hard and intense and really transformative, but we're also really being intentional and in indulging in our healing, indulging in our rest, indulging and in doing all the things our ancestors maybe did not have the opportunity and privilege of doing. And so I say that to say, I'm really intentional about this retreat. Um, Basically the things that our ancestors couldn't do, didn't have access to, and allowing ourselves to really fully indulge in that without any guilt, shame, or any excuses to do so. So if you are a part of the retreat community and you decide to invest in this part of your healing, you will be forced to indulge. So. Um, if you're interested, if that sounds connecting, please check out the application. It's a good way to get more information and to kind of see if it is a right fit for you. And then we can do a little chat and talk about it. And yeah. So all the infos in the show notes, or it's always on my website or the links in my bios, but um, check it out in the show notes. All right, let's get into our conversation for today, which is putting yourself in opportunity, putting yourself in the space in the way of opportunity. Um, Because if you don't do so, then that might be the reason why you're not shifting and creating the space or being in the spaces that you want to be in. And I think that I've really, so... (sighs) a little insights and a backstory or whatever. Um, Last November, I knew that 2022 was going to be a transformative year for me. Um, I knew that I was going to shed another layer of myself and really come into another part of myself or like, um, grow into another part of myself. I just knew that was coming. I knew that November, 2022, I mean, November, 2021, that my 2022 year is going to be that like that. And I think we're six months. No, we're not six months into 2022. (laughs) We are 10 months into it. Um, sorry, I'm putting my hair down, but Last November I knew that sh- things were going to be happening, shifts are going to be happening. I knew that I was going to sh- be shifting. And I knew that I also wanted to focus on a few aspects of my life where I felt there was disalignment, where I didn't feel completely fulfilled in. Um, Not to say that I feel completely fulfilled in them now, but I feel like I'm more in alignment and I'm closer to the things that I want to create in my life. So I knew that um, that shift was coming for me. And I want to be really intentional about how I was going to use my time, my resources and myself to put myself out there. Um, especially I came to the realization of, I think spirit, spirituality and spiritual spaces talk so much about like law of attraction there's like manifestation. And I think because spirituality and manifestation is so commercialized now that, um, a lot of the marketing around it, that sounds so sad to say, but it is marketed for a lot of people. Um, A lot of the message around it can be like, you sit back, you relax, you let it come to you. Or the toxic divine feminine is like, you, toxic divine feminine isn't a thing, but I mean like the toxic message of divine feminine, which just contributes to the gender roles and things like that. It's like, oh, well, you're defined feminine. You just let things come to you and flow to you. And that to me, honestly, not going to lie, is so intriguing. I, 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 I love the idea of like you sitting back doing nothing and everything just comes your way. That sounds great. As a Taurus, son, that sounds amazing. But if you really think about it, you, nothing's going to get done action needs to happen. Yes, we can set the intentions, we can set the goals, we can do the little rituals that help us um, center the things and remind us and like help with that object permanence. But if you don't do something, then nothing is going to happen. But something about the marketing, again, a manifestation that I think attracts a lot of people is like, oh, you just set the intention and then like, it comes to you. And like, yes, but it's so much more <laughs> intricate than that. Um, you have to do some action. You have to put something into it. So anyway, I think something that we don't talk about and that's missing and where some people are like, oh, I'm trying to manifest this thing, but like, it's not happening for me. And this thing doesn't isn't happening for me is also you have to put yourself in the way of opportunity. You have to put yourself in spaces to be seen and to be, to be seen and to be vulnerable. (laughs) Um, Because the things that we want the most usually involves some type of vulnerability, because you're putting out there what you want, what you truly want, and that usually is something deep within ourselves, Uh, so now I've had a lot of comments online, in person, everywhere, that I'm such a different person, Um, or like they've seen that, like I've changed, i bloomed, or whatever, Um, and I don't think I am I like I said in November I knew that 2022 was going to be an unlayering for me and it's because I was in retreat for so long um with the pandemic with just like personal stuff I really went into retreat I really put myself outside of opportunity because I knew that I couldn't handle a lot of things coming out my way so when I make the decision okay I'm going to get out of retreat it's time I've nurtured and nourished myself enough and I'm gonna step into more vulnerability and being more vulnerable and whether it's career relationships friendships family healing whatever i knew that um it was going to be a huge shift for a lot of people especially the people who don't know me so well so it's really the people who don't know me that well who i'm not saying like they're complete strangers but not my not it's not like my my mom <laughs> or like my, my friends who have known me for years who are saying this, right? It's more so like either, either parasocial relationships or like people maybe I work with or I interact with a little who are saying this. And I say that to say it's because before they didn't see me put myself in spaces of opportunity, which is really just, I guess, kind of a fancy way of saying like putting yourself out there. But um, I think it's more nuanced than that because- or I guess all of its nuance, but I think putting yourself in a space of opportunity is more intentional than just putting yourself out there because you're really thinking, okay, where where can I place myself in order to gain this? And that sounds kind of like cloud chasing, but think about it outside of clouds. (laughs) Like if if you want to meet someone romantically, um, sure, you could write all the things that you want in a partner, and you can hopefully and you can say like, "I hope this manifests." Sure, you can like um, sign up for a dating app and say like, "I hope something connects." But like, you also have to um, reach out to people. You have to cultivate a profile on the dating app that is reflective and truly reflective of yourself. You have to take photos of yourself that are truly reflective of yourself like that can be really vulnerable for people you have to um reach out to people you have to ask people out you have to say yes to people who ask you out like you you have to put yourself in the space of opportunity to actually find somebody and it's not going to happen like this it's not going to be like okay I did that I found this person boom it's over it might take months it might take years but you have to put yourself in the space of opportunity to do so same with work like if you want something in your career if you want a certain amount of clients if you want to um, work for a certain company, you have to put yourself in that opportunity. Um, and again, I think writing it down, sending intention is amazing. That's so important for me as someone who's neurodivergent, because object permanence is really big for me. If I don't see it, it's not there. And so being really intentional, writing it down, Figuring out, okay, what do I mean when I say this or, and I say that I want this? Like, what does that actually look for, like for me? Or what does that have the potential to look like for me is really, really, really important because that's kind of also giving you the direction to put yourself out there, to put yourself in the opportunity. Um, if I say that I want to live in a two-bedroom apartment, but I am not clear about like looking at spaces that offer two bedrooms, and I'm just looking at spaces that offer one bedrooms, that I'm not putting myself in the space of opportunity to actually start living in a two-bedroom apartment. That was kind of a dumb example, but Hopefully it made some sense. I also think that putting yourself in the space of opportunity really influences your confidence. Um, And I think a lot of people think that you need to be confident first and then you can do the thing. I, it's opposite. My experience is opposite. You have to do the thing first and then you get confident. Like you have to try the thing first and then that's the testament to yourself. Oh, I can do this. And that just builds you up. Um, there's no harm in trying. What's the worst that could happen? Nothing. Nothing is. Yeah you could feel a little guilt, you could feel a little shame, you could feel a little embarrassed, but that's okay because those, tem- those feelings are usually temporary. But the what ifs, the oh, I could have or I should have can linger on for so long. And so doing the thing before actually getting the confidence to do the thing is so important. And that's something that I can truly say I've done this whole this whole year so far, doing the thing before actually having the confidence to do the thing, um, because we could we could just be in our way so long, or so much, and so long. Um, and then I also feel like it has access to do with perfectionism, which y'all know I talk about perfectionism a lot, and about how it's like connected to all the things. And so sometimes we're like, oh, I have to reach this level before I can do this thing. And that's simply not true. Um, Doesn't mean it's going to be perfect. Doesn't mean it's going to be seamless. But that's really not the point. It's just to put yourself in the space of opportunity to do it. And so if you're not trying things out, how are you going to actually get to the place that you want to be? Um, And that's something that I've really been thinking about, because I've been having been given advice a lot this year that's been annoying me so much, let me just be real with y'all, of like, you need to know what you want first, and then it's going to come, which I find so hard, because if I have not done the thing, if I have not experienced the thing, then how do I know what I want, And maybe that advice works for a lot of people, but I found it to be such a roadblock. So what I started to do is just started doing the thing without even knowing what I want. And sure, there are moments where I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel in alignment. I don't feel like this is working out. Blase, blase. Um, But it's shown me like, okay, this doesn't feel in alignment because this isn't what i want in this way and this doesn't feel good because i actually value this instead or i want to prioritize this instead and so that's kind of giving me idea about okay now i'm starting to know what i don't want and sometimes you just have to work a little backwards but if I didn't put myself in those spaces of opportunities to have those interactions then I wouldn't have known those are the things I don't want and it wouldn't have given me an idea of like okay now this is actually what I'm looking for I'm always just fine-tuning and the ways that I've just um shifted this year all intersect too so I've been really learning about myself once I started to put myself in the way of opportunity. I've learned about like the things that I actually care about, um, the, th- the ways that I-, I want to start doing things. Um, I've noticed like my anxiety has lessened because I'm not dealing with things that I just don't really care about. Um, I'm not dealing with things that I should care about because something has told me I should care about it. Um, and I'm just like, okay, my time is really precious and my, my energy and myself, like I'm really precious as a human being. <laughs> so I need to value that um and only put myself in the way of opportunities that actually resonate and vibe with me Um, so I noticed that I wasn't doing that before and so it was draining me like a good example is like with this podcast right and the work I do talking about like prioritizing black indigenous healing and decolonizing deconstructing and you know really centering BIPOC voices and spirituality like I used to get so I used to tap into my rage more which I think nothing's wrong with that I'm still a little rager um but I used to tap into my rage more and every person who intersected with me, whether they went out of their way to do so, or it just showed up in my space, or I went out of my way to connect with, used to enrage me when they would, you know, be racist, be anti-Black, whatever. Um, And I used to give them energy and I used to interact with them. And I don't do that as much anymore because I only do it if it serves me in some way. Like so many people, like I used to think I was serving me in some way because I was addressing like people who were being terrible, right? But I was putting myself in spaces that I didn't value me in the first place so of course I was going to experience that and so I do still experience that now but like not as much and if I do experience it it goes a different way y'all know the drama with that one person who was very misogynistic and um (laughs) anti-black I think about that situation a lot because I was just like I was forcing myself to interact with this person, Um, because I knew we had a lot of mutuals who interact with them, and they still do, and they would reach out to me, and they were saying kind things, so I was just putting myself in that space, but if I had followed my gut, I would not have put myself in that space, and I would have put myself in other spaces of opportunity that were much more in alignment. Forget that we have a lot of neutrals, forget that they send me a nice matches here and there. Like if it's not really serving me and it's not really valuing me, then I don't have to put myself in those type of situations. And vice versa with like if it is valuing with me, valuing me, if it does seem like it's intentional and supportive of what I want to curate in my life, then I need to put myself in those spaces of opportunity. Um, So yeah, and I think, you know, just doing that leads to seeing that more in our lives as well. Um, So are you putting yourself in the space of opportunity? Because if you're not, that might be what's missing from, wanting something to happen um and it can be really vulnerable and it can be really like out of out of your control but um i i it, it as someone who is a little anxious and also grew up shy and can still be shy and can still be uncertain um It's been, it's been really insightful to just take the plunge anyway, and I've surprised myself a lot, and I'm really proud of myself, and so I would just say, try it out, try it out, so yeah. I just wanted to talk about this um, really quickly. And, you know, 2022 is almost over. Maybe we'll have an epiphany in November as well as me and go through the same trajectory. But I'm really excited about this year. I've learned so much about myself and I have changed. But it was myself all along. It's just that I came out of my little shell a little more because I felt ready to do so and that's okay do it on your own time do it when you're ready and you can do it you're brave you're strong you're persistent you persevere you're the magic that your ancestors created in order to be here so yeah thank you so much for connecting listening if you would like to support me in the show please consider leaving a rating review on iTunes, and a rating on Spotify. It really helps amplify the my voice and the podcast and puts us in the um, space of opportunities. (laughs) Until next time, be the catalyst that you never thought you needed for yourself. Bye.